a confusing life expectancy calculation. Statisticians, Tim Harford wrote, are sometimes dismissed as bean counters. The sneering term is misleading as well as unfair. Most of the concepts that matter in policy are not like beans. They are not merely difficult to count, but difficult to define. The truth is more subtle, yet in some ways easier. Our confusion often lies less in numbers than in words. That's from Tim Harford's book, The Data Detective. And one of Harford's goals is to help people understand the world more as it is and less as they wish it. Harford kindly covers ideas like base rates, sampling bias, and algorithm associations. That last one actually has some quite funny anecdotes. For instance, one AI system was trained to distinguish healthy cell, healthy skin from cancerous skin. Crunching and comparing things like this are two things computers do really well, so this seemed like a good fit. And it was. The artificial intelligence categorized correctly, but computer code is like a mango slicer. It has a singular use. In the case of the skin cancer, what the AI learned was that if a ruler was present, it was cancer. There's actually this really good video on YouTube done by, it's of a Richard Feynman lecture where he explains what a computer is. And Feynman says that a computer is a very, very fast man who's very, very stupid. And what he's able to do is he's able to run to a different location really quickly if you give him those instructions and then run back. But but he can't do anything else. He can't improvise. And in a sense, that's what this, this AI did. So it's kind of a funny story, but it's also like kind of a warning. One economic principle that's going to affect or is effect, affecting work is this idea that as something gets cheaper, it's used more. Um, LEDs and cameras are two recent examples where there's an LED or there's a camera and so many things now because all of that is, is so much cheaper. And data is going to be in this situation too. Data is going to become more a part of our lives because data is relatively cheap to collect and relatively cheap to analyze and it's relatively cheap to implement. And so Harford's goal, one of his goals in this book that he wrote, The Data Detective, is that he wants us just to kind of understand um, numbers a little bit more. And, and the point he's making in the selection was that we have to understand the words, too. For instance, this is from Adi Weiner on the uh, Warden Moneyball show, talking about life expectancy calculations. They take the relative risk at every age and they integrate it. They asked if the relative risk this year stayed constant forever, how long would someone born today live? That's where we lost a year. But that's assuming COVID stays and the year we just had gets repeated. This is from a July 2021 episode. And this isn't the only way to calculate life expectancy. There's other ways to do it. But the way that they use it led to headlines like U.S. life expectancy in 2020 saw biggest drop since World War II with virus mostly to blame. Like, that's the headline we get with this life expectancy calculation. But but there's no possible way. Like, that's a helpful number. You know, the only thing that I can say about that is maybe it's like the broken scale analogy where, like, you've got a bathroom scale, you're trying to lose weight. You know, let's say your scale is set to... Uh, you know, kilograms or kilopounds or, or a unit that doesn't even exist. And like, if you're gaining or losing weight, it can help you with that. But to give you an absolute score, 
you know, um, the scale just doesn't do that job. And that's kind of how I feel about this life expectancy calculation, where it's like if the year we had just gets repeated, who thinks the year that we had is going to get repeated on both the positive and the negative sides? It's it's like humans are always advancing. We're always figuring things out. We're always making this planet we live on, you know, more more conducive to being humans. And so um, it just goes to show what Harford's point is, is that, you know, life expectancy seems like something real and something legitimate and something helpful, but in the scope of, you know, the day-to-day life or our understanding of the world, it just doesn't seem that helpful. Most of the way we think is this idea of thinking fast, that we're processing information that we see in the world and then we're, we're not even consciously thinking about it. And that works really well. And that's how Hartford starts his book about how we think fast. And so one way that we think fast is we develop these skills. And the more often we see something that's helpful to us, the more often we use it. And so one skill is to be more numerate. And in a sense, that's what this audio blog post is trying to do, is, is trying to get us to be more numerate. And and to be more numerate or to be anything that we talk about on the podcast or write about on the blog, that doesn't mean that you have to get an education on it. You have to be more Bayesian. Tyler Cowen says that we, we should be more Bayesian in how we understand the world. And, and even being Bayesian in itself, what does that mean? Oh, it's a very you know structured calculation about doing this and then doing this and then doing the whole formula again. But really what Bayesian means is that we experience the world and then we see something that is unexpected or it's different and we update to what that thing is. Cowan's point is not that we totally adopt that thing, but that we slightly move towards it. And that's what the goal here is too, is that we become slightly more numerate. And that process of becoming is, is called being a Bayesian, that we adopt that a little bit more. If the book thing isn't your thing, Harford has at least one, maybe two or three really good podcasts that he covers this idea. One of my favorite podcasts is the Wharton Moneyball podcast, where they talk about a lot of these ideas. They talk about being a Bayesian. And gambling podcasts, too, will cover some of these ideas about just being more numerate and understanding the world more as it is and less as we wish it. One of the gambling stories that's often told is that, um, especially for big events, like imagine, you know, the big football game and at the end of every NFL season is that people like to bet on things happening rather than not bet on things happening. So they bet on uh, that there will be a safety, that there will be an interception, that these things that, that maybe come up 40% of the time, people bet on them, like they'll come up 60% of the time. And so that's just the, that just embodies what we're trying to talk about and think about here is that being more numerate and being able to understand the world more as it is. Uh, If you liked this audio version of the blog post, let me know. Um, This was kind of fun to record. So uh, once again, thanks for listening.